Good morning, it's Monday the 10th of October, it's World Mental Health Day. Happy birthday, Marina Diamandis, Dan Stevens, Charles Dance and Chris Tarrant. Friday afternoon saw a shocking incident in Donegal as an explosion at an Apple Green service station led to the destruction of the station and the partial collapse of a block of apartments. Fire crews and rescue workers raced to the village of Chrysla as the injured were rushed to Letterkenny Hospital and flown to Dublin for treatment. Extensive searches of the rubble revealed 10 people died in the incident, including a mother and her 13-year-old son, a father and his 5-year-old daughter, a 14-year-old girl and five others. Taoiseach Micheál Martin visited the scene on Saturday and attended a memorial mass for the victims. The entire nation is mourning and really shocked. Yeah, and deeply saddened young child um, in the shop um, uh, loses her life and, and two teenagers um, along with men and women who were going about their lives as well. And even meeting some of the emergency services, they had been in the shop earlier, some of them. Um, and it just shows faith in terms of uh, life can bring. Superintendent Liam Garrity praised the work of the rescue teams and announced that a formal Garda investigation is now underway. The Garda investigation has now commenced following the completion of the search and recovery operation. That investigation will take a period of time. The technical bureau will be on the scene over the next few days, assisted by other um, agencies and other sections within Garda Siakana. The government has been accused of missing their own targets on social and affordable housing as nearly 11,000 people in Ireland, including nearly 3,000 children, face homelessness this winter. Speaking on RTE This Week in Politics on Sunday, Sinn Féin TD Louise O'Reilly called on the government to acknowledge that they've failed and that a change in approach is needed. Accusing the government of negligence, Social Democrat TD for Wicklow, Jennifer Whitmore, said the government's response was unacceptable. Minister for Justice Helen McEntee responded to criticisms by saying that the Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, was seeking advice from the Attorney General on the legality of a ban of evictions and that the government was doing all it could to help renters. People won't be left without heating or able to to cook their food and and to support their families. We are going to do everything that we can to make sure that people are kept in their homes insofar as possible. It was another dramatic weekend in Ukraine as an explosion damaged a crucial bridge that connects the annexed peninsula of Crimea to the Russian mainland. It happened on President Putin's birthday and he was not pleased, accusing Ukraine on Sunday night of attacking the bridge, saying it was an act of terrorism. Putin tightened security around it and will hold a meeting with his security council to discuss further action, according to a Kremlin spokesperson. Speaking to UK Times Radio, Freddie Hayward, political reporter at New Statesman, said Crimea wasn't even in play at the start of the war. Also last month we had uh, airstrikes on Crimea from Ukraine. So we're seeing the ratcheting up of pressure on Crimea, which is another uh, example of Ukraine making progress. Meanwhile, Ukrainian officials claim at least 14 people have died and more than 70 were injured following shelling in the city of Zaporizhia. And Robert Fox, defence editor at the London Evening Standard, says we must take the threat of Putin using chemical weapons seriously. At the moment, they're in total denial of the scale of the defeat in Ukraine. And we now have to call it a defeat. And that, I think, when it sinks home, could have very terrible consequences. 
Protests are continuing in Iran almost four weeks since Masha Amini died whilst in the custody of the morality police. The 22-year-old had been detained for allegedly breaking laws around wearing the hijab. Iranian state TV was briefly interrupted by an apparent hack at the weekend. A mask appeared on the screen followed by the image of the Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei which flames around him and people chanting women, life, freedom. Nazan and Zagari Radcliffe, a British-Iranian woman who was held in the country for six years, has urged the UK government to act over human rights abuses. So in many of the cases, they do not actually come back alive. And I think the world cannot turn a blind eye. This is just not acceptable. Still to come this Smart 7 Ireland edition, Max Verstappen's crowned Formula 1 world champion for a second time and Jennifer Lawrence steps back into the spotlight. Right after this. Welcome back. Max Verstappen is the 2022 Formula One world champion after winning a rain-hit Japanese Grand Prix. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc dropped to third, handing the Dutchman the world title after he was penalised for going off the track on the final lap. It was a chaotic race, with drivers furious that a recovery vehicle was on the track mid-race. French driver Jules Bianchi died in a crash at the Suzuka circuit eight years ago when he lost control of his car and hit a tractor on the circuit. And after a confusing finish, that was the moment Johnny Herbert revealed to Max Verstappen that he was the world champion. Well, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Incredible, of course. Um, yeah, very special also to do it here in front of all the Honda people, all the Japanese fans. Incredible. Jennifer Lawrence returns to her independent roots for her new film Causeway, where she plays a soldier struggling with PTSD. The Apple TV Plus movie marks the Hollywood star's debut as producer and will be released on November 4th. Speaking at the BFI London Film Festival on Saturday, she talked about her break from acting. It was pretty wild to make a movie and then take a two-year hiatus, have time to sit with the movie, you know, see it in the edit and then come back with, with such different perspective. You know, I started the film when I was engaged. I came back married and pregnant and you know I I personally had such a different um, perception of staying and of home Um, and and that really that was so fun especially when like informing the ending Louis Theroux will be getting up close and personal with some of the most iconic names in the entertainment industry for a new series of Louis Theroux interviews. The trailer just dropped for the new six-part BBC series, which promises to dive into the careers and personal lives of people like Dame Judi Dench, Youngblood and Bear Grylls. Oh, and this massive star. Is it this way to Stormzy? I've wanted to meet you for so long. Yeah, me too. Louis? Well, I didn't mean the first one. I think Louis Theroux's in Dolly. I'm so excited right now. I'm going to sound really Oprah Winfrey now. That's cool. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.